Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. Uh, I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain, whatever's racing, whatever thoughts, feelings, or bodily sensations have got you up tossing and turning. I'm going to try to distract you from those things. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to reach my hand and my voice across the deep, dark night. I'm going to try to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, uh unresolved metaphors pregnant pauses and stuff like that a lot of silly stuff uh, to give you something to listen to but you don't have to grasp tightly around what I'm saying so geez okay this is just a friendly person here uh, chitter chattering you know just like I think I've used this but like an old man at a bus stop and you say well geez he's clearly you know harmless and it was a little bit of off kilter or something. Now, now I guess uh, usually I go into a long-winded metaphor here. Uh, believe it or not, but believe it or not, I realize that this is the opening for episode 300, which I recorded last night. And I'm recording the intro the day the night after, just because of the way my schedule works. And so I think we deserve just a ten, you know, introduction of reflection, because uh, the show's a regular, regular show. You know, not run of the mill. There's some odd stuff in there. Uh, I almost mix uh, mix Catherine Hepburn up with somebody else, but I didn't. In the episode coming up, not a spoiler, because that would be if I did mix her up, but I didn't. I don't think. And, but, but uh, some of you might be new here. I want to say welcome. Uh, some of you might have started listening in the past six months to a year, and some of you might have been listening in almost two years since the show started. And I want to thank all of you uh, for checking the show out. And, and you may have some questions, and, and I probably will make this, you know, I probably won't answer those questions. But I was thinking, huh, what questions, especially newer people might have, but even people that, uh, but I want to cover, uh, well, I really, again, I really appreciate all the support I've gotten since we started the show, all the encouragement, all the interaction, all the friendliness. Uh, for a person, you know, I'm, and I know this might sound strange to people that, uh, because I do this podcasting, I'd be silly, but I'm a really a hardcore introvert. And, uh, so this, so, and, and again, I guess it's, uh, someone the other day used paradox, it's paradoxical or enigmatic or whatever, uh, how I do this podcast or I enjoy, I enjoy performing and being silly and I, I don't get it at all, but maybe I don't need to understand, you know, all that stuff. But you might say, geez, some of you might be like, well, why did you start the podcast? How did you start the podcast? And I'll just give you that brief story is that uh, I have this idea of the podcast for a while. I said, geez, I've, ever since the podcast, towards the beginning, if anybody was following me on podcast day, I, I love podcasts. I've been listening for a long time. I can't be 100% positive that I listened on an MD player or whatever the hell those things were. 
but I'm pretty sure I did download podcasts. So before even, but, but, but not important because I, I'm never an early adopter. I'm a second round adopter because I'm cheap or pragmatic or both. And I don't think that's a term second second round adopter. But uh, so I say, and I've always loved telling stories. And, and one of the genesis of the podcast, which you've heard, is that I couldn't sleep. I had a lot of trouble sleeping as a kid. Another part of the podcast is that I shared a room. I come from my oldest of six kids. I shared a room with my brother. Sometimes we both have trouble sleeping and we play this game, though he claims he doesn't remember this. Uh, so maybe I was the only, maybe I was just, but I would make up boring stories, pointless stories. And we, I thought we were supposed to take turns. So maybe I got ripped off on this deal. But I'd say, yeah, oh, did I tell you about the candy machine today? Uh, standing there, and I said, well, geez, how many red gumballs are in there? One, two, and then they said, they said something over the speaker about the store. And then I went back to the red gumballs, and it, it just kind of boring stories like that. Or maybe they'd be silly, and they say, geez, well, then I heard a, a squeakity squawk, you know, exactly like the podcast, and not, not much improvement. And in some sense, improving over the imagination of a child is, is tough anyway. So I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not knocking myself. And then as I got older, I didn't have, uh, every once in a while, I'd say, hey, give me a couple words, I'll make up a story for you. You know, if we'd be sitting out at a picnic or the grass or something, this was every once in a while because it took a lot of courage or whatever it is to to put myself out there like that. But I always love telling silly stories, just one of the things I enjoy doing. And my imagination, I don't know, it happens to be a place where people say, wait, what, that's going through your brain? Really? So I'd want to do this podcast, and I said, well, she said, that could be something I could do a podcast about. And then my brain bots, my internal critics, whatever you want to call it, I said, that's a dumb, you know. And I said, yeah, that is a dumb idea. You're right, guys. I'll just forget about that. And, you know, I don't know how many people have done this, but then you, you say, well, she said, oh, and all those other ideas you got, little kids in my brain, they're bad ideas. I need to be an adult now and doing adult stuff. And I think I took that attitude. I was stuck in that thing where I was like, I don't know what the hell is I'm doing as an adult. And I don't know what the hell I want to do. But I guess I should turn my back on all this kid stuff. And maybe one day I could be a writer or I could do something creative. But for now, and that started a road of, of uh, failed uh, careers attempts i i had a uh, let's see i was a pe teacher that went pretty well but that was a year volunteer program uh then it was a temp for a while a different temp place it's pretty good i was pretty good at being a temp uh but that's not you know obviously career-wise that's not the best uh then i took up a someone on a business opportunity to start my own furniture business and that went spectacularly horribly while I was doing that, I, I worked at a, a smoothie and coffee shop to pay the bills. I should have known right away I shouldn't have got into business, uh, like sales, selling furniture and stuff, but I, I still stuck it out, I think, for either six or eight years or ten years. And I already knew right away that I wasn't, but, but I, you know, I'm stubborn, too. Uh, but that went bad. It ended in bankruptcy. 
And then I worked for, I, I was, and this is not making this up, I worked for my friend's business, Fuzzy Dude, uh, I think Incorporated was the name of their business. And they were a wholesaler of fuzzy dice that you'd hang in your car and iron-on patches and stickers. And I worked for them selling stuff and helping them at trade shows. And I'd say it wasn't that great at that either. But they were real nice and they kept me around. Then I went for Then I said, well, geez, I'm not good. You know, I almost put their business out of business too, I think, just because they were being nice to me, keep, keep, keeping me around as a job. Uh, then I went and became an insect trapper uh, looking for uh, invasive fruit flies uh, for the state, well, for the county, uh, county I live in, but as part of a California program. That's a job that I loved, but again, I don't have any science background. And uh, so I couldn't, it wasn't really a good choice as far as it was a good job for someone like 10 years younger than me or maybe five years. But anyway, I did that. And then I got into my current job where I work for a library system, helping out with some libraries. And all along the way, you know, I, I just never could find my way. And, and the whole time I had this, uh, you know, say, geez, I'd like to be more creative. I'd like to do creative stuff. But I had trouble following through on it. And then I sort of, after I, uh, uh, but then I was following through a little bit more on writing some stuff. And then I was writing some stuff with a couple other guys and we got along pretty good and we were writing some stuff together. But we, 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 we me and one other, I'm a tough person to work with, let's just say that. And so that didn't work out. But right when that fell apart, I said, oh, I at least had the wisdom because we I had like at least learned how to set aside time and focus time to work on stuff outside of work. And at least I, when that when me and these other guys were like, OK, we're not going to write any more together. It's not working. Uh, I said, well, geez, I could start that podcast. I have this time. Let's start this podcast to put people to sleep. And so I said, well, let's try it and see how it goes. That was a little under two two years ago, coming up on two years. And I can't, and I'm sure I'll talk more about this on the show. But that's, I guess, what led to the podcast. And I think it's funny that it led to the podcast because so much of what I think gets in the way for me falling asleep, but a lot of you that I hear from, it might not be the same thing, but it might be relatable, it might be feelings, it, it might be pain, or it might be painful thoughts or critical thoughts or mean thoughts you have about yourself or just something pick, pick, picking away at you. And, and I had to get over that stuff to start the podcast, which is weird. I don't know. I don't know. A lot of stuff is counterintuitive or hard to explain. But then I just kept following through on the podcast. They said, oh, geez, let's do see if we can do it once a week. And I said, well, if people are listening to this, and they said, we should do it twice a week. And then I said, well, geez, we should do it three times a week. And then eventually found this rhythm with three shows a week that, that was uh, sustainable. And I'm trying to figure out, you know, with the, the to, to how to keep it sustainable because, you know, I've been pushing really hard. But, but that's a whole other conversation. It's going well, figuring all that out. And again, it's about overcoming, I guess, my, I guess maybe self-destructive is too harsh a word. But you probably know what I mean. The same thing that says, hey, I, I'm going to keep you up all night worrying 
or just like, you'll never figure out how to get to sleep tonight. Whatever those voices are, you'll never figure this podcast. I mean, I honestly, I've done this for two years. I have so many of you that are so supportive, but there's still a very powerful voice in my part of me. That says, this is going to end horribly for you. And he says, you know, almost every day, he says, hey, 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 Scooter, sit down here. This podcast thing's going to be a disaster, man. You're screwed. What the hell are you doing? And I have to, you know, say, okay, well, I'm just going to do it again today. And then I guess you'll be here tomorrow, so we'll talk about this again tomorrow. Or, for, you know, whatever, we all, you have to distract myself, I guess, maybe. I don't know, maybe that's what I do here. I have no idea. But I don't know, I, I, I think it's a useful, lulling, soothing tone. So hopefully this intro still helped to put, otherwise I got, I got some grade A boring stuff coming right up here. Because I know, because I recorded it yesterday. Uh, so that's it. I mean, I'm, I, I hope they give you a little bit of insight. And if you're new, this podcast is, is different. It's out there. But I, I, and it's like I am here trying my best, and I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm not a sleep expert. I'm not a scientist or a doctor. In some sense, I, you know, I'm someone that's kind of had a lot of missteps, had a lot of failures and screw-ups. Oh, boy, the screw-ups. But that's the, the substance, the cosmic stuff that makes up this podcast. I don't know. And not in some guru way, but, yeah, I'm taking my failures and I'm recycling them and making a failure pie that we can all enjoy. And not to degrade, I guess sometimes I get a little harsh about that kind of stuff, but I don't know. I'm fumbling my way through the dark, I guess is what I'm saying. And I guess the intention of this is to say, hey, if you're fumbling or you're a little bit worried that you can't fall asleep, you know, maybe me fumbling my way through these stories, fumbling through the dark with, with, a, with a a lighthearted, fun attitude, and that's what I have to do to get into the story place or whatever, story swamp, that's what I call it. I was just talking about this last week to somebody who said, well, geez, you know, this is where I come up with my ideas, story swamp, go in there, there's some muck in there. I say, well, geez, what's that, a little, uh, was that a little swamp juice? I'll take it back for the uh, podcast, it's, you know. So I, I take you, uh, but to get into the story swamp, I ha- I can't be all bent out of shape about being a, a perfect or the best podcaster ever or super impressive or super funny or anything. I just got to do my best and try to stay calm and not let that freaking asshole in my brain uh, pound the shit out of me about, it, you know, what a fool I am or whatever it is, whatever it is for you. And I'm sorry, I don't mean to get things stirred up here. I just get a little fired up there. But whatever it is for you, the main thing coming up here is I just want you to distract you. And you say, well, Jesus, this isn't bad. You know, kind of like a fan that is mildly, you say, well, geez, fan noise is too boring. And, you know, Ira Glass or Roman Mars or, you know, any any of those guys, those are two interests. Scooter's right in the sweet spot between a fan and Roman Mars, that scooter right there. Not as boring as a fan, but I can go to sleep, you know? And that's what I'm shooting for. And so, I don't know, that's a mal- that's an earful. But I'm glad you're here. The main message I want to get across is, is that I hope I really want to help you fall asleep. And thanks for coming by. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Welcome. 
This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And as you may say in your you know, second year, freshman year, uh, collegiate uh, Shakespeare and Chaucer class, what perchance is the rest? And I would say a double word bonus score if I was the professor, but I definitely wouldn't be. And I talked about how great a Shakespeare professor, but that was way over my head, way, way over my head with my... But anyway, what what point per chance are you... Well, let's, 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 let's get to the per chance. What am I going to do on this show? Well, I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been running through your brain, racing through your brain, shooting or going through your body... Uh, turbulating your emotions, you may be even doing any kind of tabulations, physical, emotional, or says, what is the other one? Physical or mental tabulations. Any tabulating going on, you know, uh, former Vice President Gore, you're welcome, you know, welcome to to, to have me lull you to sleep too. Uh, Whatever is going through your brain, that as soon as you lie down, stirs its, uh, rears its head, uh, raises its voice, jockeys for your attention, I'm going to try to distract you from that. And what I'm going to do is, uh, tonight, I'm going to, you know, do, usually I like to go into one or two pointless metaphors, unresolved metaphors, you know, metaphor attempts. You know, as Michael Jordan once said, you know, he only made, you know, 60% of his shots or 50, you know, so even though I can only complete like 20% of my metaphors, there is no metaphor business. So really, I can't even fail uh, by, you know, they see to, you know, say, I just, well, I guess I just did fail because I said I tried to make a metaphor about metaphors. You know, maybe, but so that, okay, so I just proved my own. I, I guess I just proved the point I was disproving. But here, here's the, here's the bone. Here's the, uh, here's the positive rub on that positive spin, as they say, is, uh, I'm still going to try to distract you. I'm going to try to be as good hearted and good natured as is possible for me. That's to take your mind off stuff. So I'm going to go through this intro, take a couple, you know, turns, some bends. You know, ease you into this or ease you into your bed deeper, ease you into sleep, help you unwind. But mostly, all you got to do is, you know, kind of listen to me, kind of listen to say, Jesus, my pillow making a pleasant noise or is that just that guy's voice? And, you know, go ahead and do, if you need to make any cat-like moves where you're like, okay, let me, you know, let me puff up this, you know, I need to smooth out this section of the bed here. And you know, do a little poofing over here and find a cool spot. And then my, this this part of my uh, front part of my foot needs that warm spot. You know, any of that stuff you want to do. And you say, well, geez, I'm moving around. I don't know if I'll be able to hear this guy. Don't don't worry about it. You know, at best, uh, you know, I'll spoil it for you. I may say sometimes in the intro, I say, gosh, gosh, gosh. Or I say no philosophizing at bedtime. Those would be. Now, 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 go ahead and make your moves. I'll still be talking for the next fifteen minutes. But if you miss anything, you'll be able—you'll either be able to fill it in, or you'll be drifting off to sleep. You'll say, "Geez, I was on the threshold of sleep anyway." 
You see, this guy's got a, at some point, his story's become a bit like one of those Dolly paintings, and you know, with the uh, melty stuff. And they say, well, Jesus, is that Dolly or is that the other? They say, well, Jesus, whatever, one of those paintings with the melty stuff that you say, I don't know if I get it or not, but I don't mind it. They say, Jesus, this is, this is art history. I can pass it. Just, you know, you know, this is my kind of passable art history. Now, that's a metaphor. It maybe this podcast is like a, a passable art history that, that, could, that could be a simile. So I'm going to try to take your mind off something, you see, because the thing is with my brain and some people, their body does this, some people, their feelings do it, some people, their brain just do it. And then some people just don't get it. And that's fine. If you're either like, this is irritating to me and you could be talking to me, it's fine. Or you say, geez, I sleep great. I just wanted to hear what this was. It sounds, you know, not not bad, but I don't, you know. There's some people that sleep just fine. Maybe I could be, you know, you say, well, geez, it's, it's better than the, you know, noises outside. Or maybe you live, you know, near like the, you know, a joyous, you know, the, the one place on the block where there's joy coming out of that house all the time and it gets you a little, you know, you say, I, you know what? I can't stand all that joy coming from the Henderson's house because they got that damn Harry there. And they're all so happy because they're from the third rack or whatever. So I just rather listen to this guy because it's not, you know, it keeps me right in the middle. You know, I don't need because I don't need all that joy and I don't need that joy envy either. And you don't got to worry about wild emotional swings in this podcast. Be mild, uh, you know, emo- emoting. I'll do some mild. I'll say, whoa, that's that's the mild emoting I do here. And all this is, is, as I said, when I try to get to sleep, actually, even when I conduct my day-to-day affairs, uh, and maybe this is why I do this podcast, I constantly have multiple narratives going at all times in my brain. And, and, I, and I was just wondering today, I'm like, why do I keep buying into these narratives? And, and, and I'm in the middle of, uh, you know, trying to find uh, trying to find help for this podcast and trying to figure out how to, uh, pay someone and find a fighter, figure out what, what, geez, what am I going to do? What's my future going to be? You know, what am I going to do? You know, trying to do all this adult stuff. It's really scary for me. I'll be honest with you. And just like it is for most adults, a lot of us, you, and you say, you might not get scared. You might get something else. You might get irritated. You might have some kind of somatic, you know, your body might just get, you know, but it could be anything. But for me, that would be one thing if I just had those normal adult problems. I say, yeah, I'm scared. That's perfectly. It's a scary thing, you know, having things going decent here and having these wonderful people listen to the podcast. Uh, but in, in addition to the normal human fear, I have like multiple narratives. One of which we've talked about is my nana, who says, "Oh boy, oh oh dear, oh dear, you're screwed. Oh my, why did you even start with this podcast thing?" This is going to end so badly. I wish you would have just, you, you, why didn't you just uh, talk to yourself? I thought you had an imaginary friend. Why did you have to go out and do this podcasting? Now these people are, they're doing things with the tw- tweeting and the contacting. And, you know, you show people are listening and it's, it's helping them. Why would you help anyone? This is the worst idea. Oh my goodness! If you why didn't you listen to me? Oh, I'm so worried now because it's gonna go. I know. 
you, you, you little Andy, you wanted, oh, you said, well, I could help some people. I like silly stories and I like, you know, these people, they, it puts them to sleep, Nana. Oh, it's, I think it's worth, oh, I wish it would just, I wish you, I wish you would have never seen those things. And I hate to be the one to tell you that it's all going to go wrong. And I, I, I wish I didn't have to tell you the truth, little Andy, was it? So that's like a voice in my head during the day and at night. And that's just one of them. And and, I, and, and most of the time, and, and that's like more uh, uh, somewhat, that was only a voice I discovered in the podcast. That's not one of the ones I'm regularly like dealing with. The worst ones are in my own voice where it just sounds like the truth. Well, you're screwed here. You see, geez, people are listening to your podcast. Oh, man, you are fucked. Oh, God. Wait, so you, you, people want to help you with the podcast or you're going to ask people for advice? Oh, oh boy. Oh dear. Hey, 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 uh, hey, Andrew, I got bad news for you. This is going to go bad. Oh, so it could be in, 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 a, in a, my Nana's voice, in my voice. And I don't say any of this to stir you up because the weird thing is I say, geez, what I was saying is I start to buy into those stories. And I think one reason is I'm so used to listening to them. One is they're so, you know, they got my number. They know how to hook me, you know. And I know for me, one of the times, a lot of times the narration's going on and I'm kind of tuned out to it. You know, I'm doing my day-to-day stuff. So even though the story's going on in the background and I might be, you know, coping with it or distracting myself from it or just managing to get through my day or reacting to it, there's enough other stuff going on that I'm not really that aware of it. But as soon as it gets quiet, but as soon as it gets quiet, it's like not only is that voice there, but it sounds so, it doesn't sound so much reasonable, but it does. They say, well, geez, yeah, you're right. I don't really know anything. Oh, boy. And, and then you say, well, geez, I'm going to, okay, hey, uh, voices, are we, you know, let's just use my Nana because that's like an easier one to deal with because it's not as real or as say, Hey, Nana, I got to go to, oh. You're going to go to bed now and just forget about this whole thing. Oh, boy. Yeah, you just go to bed. Don't worry about the impending doom that's waiting for you tomorrow. Probably if your phone vibrates tonight while you're trying to rest, it's probably some very bad news. But you just go ahead and go to bed like nothing's the matter. Just go to right to right to sleep. Oh, that's that's wonderful for you. Uh, and I think that voice, it really is trying to protect us. All those things, or, you know, whatever, I don't know. I have no degrees in anything related to this. I'm just a, you know, what do you call it, you know, a person that puts myself through this rigmarole. And as devious and frightening as my Nana is, I'm frightening. I'm just trying to help you. That's all I'm trying to Exactly. She she's just trying to help. She just doesn't know any better. Really, know how. Uh, but but the thing is, is, I don't even think those voices realize that it's like you're. They just think it's like quiet, so they have a big opportunity to give you a pitch. It's like almost like you're on that show, uh, Shark Week or whatever. And it's like, oh, he he's quiet. I might as well go in with my pitch of this new doomsday predicting an engine I've developed, you know, called, you know, tomorrow's going to be a disaster.com. We're going to, you know, so uh, I, just, I apologize. I hope I don't stir anybody up, but this is my stuff, you know. And, and so you line up, these stories start, they start jacking for attention. 
you really, you, you don't want to go fundamentalist on these things and try to just, you, you, even if you try, you say, well, I'm just going to banish you from my attention. You say, oh, it'll be, oh, good luck with that. Good luck getting this voice out of your head. Uh, and so then you try different things and you say, geez, now I'm never going to get, and then the voice says, oh, that's right. You're never going to get to sleep. You, you big, you know, they go, go off on you again. Well, I'm here to offer, I guess it's not an alternative path, but a, a little strange thing I cooked up, I guess that's all I could say, which is that uh, instead of tuning into their stories, and, and believe me, they're tailor-made just for you, just to hook your attention, just to push your buttons. And I think, as I said, there are these mistakenly good-natured things that that are whatever, part of evolution or part of your development. And they're trying to get your attention to take care of you the best way they can. But but it's really not well suited for bedtime. Where I have a story and a narrative, and it won't exactly hook you. They say, well, geez, it's kind of like, uh, you know, when, when, when my dog follows that fly around the room. Not like when a cat follows a fly. You know, that's interesting to watch. But the dog kind of follows the fly around. You say, well, you see, there's a fly. But what was that? Did, did someone sneeze? I said, oh. and they say, oh, there's a fly here. I said, oh, watch that fly. Okay, did, someone, just, did you hear another dog bark down the street? Was that that girl dog? Because I was wondering, oh, there's a fly. So that's kind of like this podcast. You could give me a little bit of your attention. Your attention might turn away, just bring it back to the podcast. So I'll be telling a story about a, 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 trying to solve a problem with conquistador and a, a pirate, a witch pirate woman and another wonderful woman and then a man, man boy who's doing his best to try to fix everything, maybe. And all you got to do is lie back and, and let it distract you. And, and, I, and I, again, I, um, yeah, that's, I don't know. I think I said, geez, let's try to get this uh, brief, uh, a brief intro tonight, and it kind of dragged on and on. But I do my best. I use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. I try to be, I try to really find the kindest, open-heartedest part of me that I really struggle with during the rest of my day-to-day. But somehow imagining you there, up and like tossing and turning for whatever reason, it, it, my heart aches for you because I've been there. And I see, geez, if if if, I, if if these silly little stories uh, can either put you to sleep, or if I can reach my hand and my voice across the deep dark night and be there for you for the next forty five minutes, and say, geez, maybe make you smile, maybe maybe say, what did she say? Oh, that that was uh, interesting. How uh, that guy he calls himself uh, the phage, the phage, you know, you know that reminds me. Of, okay, well, yeah, I feel a little bit more relaxed. I, I felt like uh, somebody was there to tell me a story. You know, this is stuff that goes back to the old days when we were, uh, you know, we had campfires and stuff. And you say, hey, well, let me tell you a little story here. I mean, maybe they didn't do that. Maybe I'm making that part up. I'm not a, but that's all. I'm going to do my best uh, to be here for you. I'm here three nights a week. And, and uh, you know, I hope I can be here for you. And I really hope, uh, I really desire, I yearn to help you fall asleep. So thanks for stopping by and giving this a shot, okay? Hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Well, welcome 
This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you've got to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And you might say, well, just, okay, what's the run that run that by me? Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been keeping you up, whether it's stuff running through your brain, chitter-chatter, whether it's uh, some, some sort of pesky body part, or, you know, so, something going on with your, your, your health, or whether it's some sort of emotional tumult, or... or and, you know, I try to tell you, philosophical, moral, or theological, I don't know if that's what I just, you know, I tested that. Like theological conundrums. Uh, you definitely need to be distracted from that. Just put the, you know, put the book aside. Put your notes about the book aside. Put, you know, take those highlighters, throw them across the room. As a matter of fact, I want to create a safe place by just doing that right now. So I'll take a few breaths. And as we breathe, I want you to reach out and, and make sure there's no one in throwing distance. And those of you that have actual highlighters or those friggin' flags. Now, if you need the flags for work, you just push them gently aside. I don't want anybody losing their job. But if you have any flags, and, and don't try to, you know, say, well, these are post-its technically. I use them as, you know, wrong. wrong. And you could say, well, Jesus, well, I don't have, if you have anything metaphorically like that, even if it's something, something happened today that you're holding on to, that you're highlighting in your brain, or if it's something from 20 years ago that, like I do, that you're highlighting and you say, well, that's in a red and that's in a little green, envy green and, you know, whatever, or, you know, what a Defcon, you know, Defcon blue, I'm going to, you know, Defcon blue that up. We're going to gather up all those highlighters right now together. We're taking your bed back tonight. We're taking your bed back from the highlighters. The fly lighters, whatever the hell they are, the flags, the post-its, you know, the PMP equivalent. You say, well, Jesus, I'm just folding page. No, stop with the folding down of the pages. Take that bookmark. Well, actually, you don't want to lose your spot if it's a leisure book. And don't give me any nonsense. If that's written by Max Dernst, it's not a leisure book. So just take the freaking bookmark and throw it across the room. And go ahead with me. And actually, instead of throwing things, because they say, geez, we might, that might be too angsty. They say, old scooter, he's, you know, that's angst city, that scooter. Yeah, we're going to breathe. We're going to take it in our hands. Well, maybe this is a bad idea, too, but let's do it, Brody. We'll, we'll just toss it towards our feet, our bundle of highlighters and flags. All these products are again made by, you know, veritable monopolies. And I don't know what that says about the, uh, you know, what do you see? Well, geez, I'm so much more efficient with this, not at bedtime. Efficiency is about to drop to zero. And, you know, okay, so we tossed all our highlighters, all our postal things. All are convenient, you know, you, you, you with the label maker, put it down, please. Put that label maker down. 
You with the wonderful old-school label maker that makes me grin. Please put it down, too. And let's gently jiggle it with our feet down the rest of our bed. And knock it out. Off the bed and pitter-patter, pitter-patter. Of little office products. And yet now we're screwed. You can't sue this podcast in the morning when you fall. So let's, uh... Yeah, this wasn't the most thought-out metaphorical move. So let's take our mind, and in this situation, most of the stuff is going to be metaphorical. If it wasn't, I'll be through it across the room. And please don't say, Scooter, I have a couple of highlighter marks on my parents' wall now. I would say, yeah, 20 years from now, when you're running the Institute for Brain Science and theme park, and you can give your parents free cotton candy, you know, laced with the, uh, you know, newest, you know, brain nutrients. You know, they can you can say, remember those highlighters on the wall? So take all that stuff and mentally push it so we don't trip on it in the morning. But it's still there. We're not abandoning you highlighters. Convenient office products tomorrow. We will need you to mark pages. Max Ernst. And and the ilk, you know, big brains, we will need you all too, for there is a time and a place for all things. Well, my name is Scoots, and I'm giving you guys the c- cahoots, or, you know, we're not in cahoots. I'm giving, you know, shashoots, I'm, I'm telling you to hit the road, highlighters. Here's a highlight. Get the hell out of this bed. Uh, highlight of the night. And don't, don't act, you know, don't be down. You're essential for highlighting functions, just not at bedtime. I'm just having a little fun, you know. I appreciate the fact, uh, those of you that never dry up, even when I lock you in a closet for eight years and forget about you, I appreciate you. <coughs> To those of your fallen brethren that have dried out never to highlight a thing, I apologize fully. But I'm here to distract. Now your bedroom is a safe, uh, efficiency-free zone. And that's what I do here. This is a podcast to take your mind off of stuff. That was just an example in the highlighter, the highlighter usage part of your brain. What is that? What do they call that? H, H U, H U B A. When they light it up, they say, "Okay, we put them through one of those thermographs." You know, first we loaded them up with barium, then we threw them in this thermograph thing. And you notice this part? We call this the uh, you know the high, highlighter brain brain group portion. You know, for when they're being the most efficient, this part lights up. And then, you know, one day scientists will say, that's not even attached to the brain. It's not even a hook. And they say, what? And, but then somebody else will figure out a deeper level of it. But I want to take your mind off of the highlighting. I want to take your mind off of the flagging bit passages, whether it's real world Real, you know, RWHing, you know, RWPFing, you know, real world page flagging, any of that stuff. It will be doing it tomorrow. It is, you know, I guess we live in a society built on the, 
you know, where our infrastructure is dependent on these things, I can accept, uh, I can, I love, I love it. I love this, you know, so I'm not anti-highlighter. I'm just saying highlighter brains, stand down. I I want you to be rested. How the hell are you going to highlight stuff in four different wonderful colors? And they say, hey, hey, I got a peach. I picked up a peach highlighter and an apricot yesterday. And I say, how are you going to highlight in six colors plus your combination, your color combos? And I see you two blueberry. Great, great that you picked up a blueberry highlighter too. How are you going to highlight an unlimited uh, spectrum of colors tomorrow unless you're best rested? So instead of thinking about, well, just listen to my nonsense. And I realize you highlighter brains, you know, you're really intense, you know, you're just like the, you need, you know, you need to do your job. I'm not trying to take you, you know, I'm trying to help you do your job. I'm pro-human, I'm pro-highlighter, I'm pro-page flags. And I just want you all to get rest. So I'm going to tell, you know, I can appreciate all of you. And I just want you all to kick back and rest. So I'm going to do a little chit-chattering for the next 48 minutes or so. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders, silly asides. You know, say, geez, was that, I still don't know if he was speaking a metaphor, a simile, or he was serious. Like with that knocking stuff, was that a joke or was that really, I know that's out there. And I say, this is the podcast that's here to put you to sleep, all right? And I'm glad you're here. And that's what I'm going to try to do, take your mind off stuff. I'm sending my hand and my voice across the deep, dark night. And I'm trying to tuck you in. And be there for you the best way I can, which is to just uh, uh, low and dull you, make you smile, say ash gosh, by gosh, you know. You know, kick back with me. The air's just dull here, as we say when we're drinking our lemonade that's similar to a country uh, watch type lemonade. You know, it may be made from real products like imagination. So I say, it's your first few times here. I mean, if you work for obviously, if you work for an office supply company, you know, probably I'm not, I'm not, I'm, I'm, you're done with me. But I wasn't, you know, I'm not anti. Again, I, I say, I said it forty times. I'll say it forty-one. I'm pro. You know, he said, well, you accused us of having a monopoly. And I said a veritable monopoly, and to be honest, I don't even know what veritable means. So, you know, who's the buffoon here? I am, you know, you, you know, I couldn't do that what you do. So, you know, I'd just be in the back, in the stack room eating glue sticks till I got fired. And they said, well, I'm the scooter. They said, you should have seen how angry the officers were when they saw he had paste face, they said. And they said, this is the fourth time we've picked you up for paste face. So that's it. I, you know, I'm glad you're here. This is a podcast to take your mind off of stuff and to push you to sleep. You may, it might take a couple of tries. You know, if you're skeptical, I understand. Obviously, it's a strange, strange thing I'm doing here. But mostly I want you to know, you know, whether you're a person or a product, whether you come in uh, whatever color the rainbow it is, Whatever color of the spectrum, you know, any of the wonderful colors that human beings come in, 
or any of the delicious colors that, uh, you, you know, human beings come in, or any of those, you know, very uh, easy-to-see colors that highlighters come in, or those wonderful page flag colorings, you know, that I've bought before. I don't know if I've ever used one of you because to, 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 you deserve it so much. But also I want you to know is I'm glad you're here, and I really hope, uh, I really desire to help you fall asleep. Thanks for coming by. Hey, up all night tossing, turning, mind racing. Trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep. Welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do is a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what I'm going to do is this is your first couple times here. Welcome. If, if this is your 50,000th time, you're still welcome. What I'm going to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's been running through your brain, whatever's been got you, your brain mind racing, your heart racing, your feeling, you know, feel your feelings, maybe your, your, you know, whatever those things are, you know, that that uh, Myers Briggs stuff, whatever's got your INFJ, you know, doing its thing, or your TGM, your TMJ. Or you may have some medical issue where you're like, TMI, you know, I don't want you to know about it. You know, it's too much, you know, whatever it is. If you're an FJNC or INFJ, uh, intuitive, sensitive, introvertive, since you're an introvert, I can never, I I always took those tests. I said, geez, I can't even give you an honest answer because I, you know. And they said, well, geez, at least they had four things, you know. Said, uh, I, I know I see a lot of I's and N's and J's in there. But uh, w- w- quick question, were Myers and Briggs in love with each other? Because, you know, that would make a great, that, that would be one of those good NPR podcasts. You know, maybe bring Guy Rizdahl to, to, to host it. Maybe Guy Raz and Guy Rizdahl side by side. Maybe if, you know, the first uh, NPR uh, fictional, I don't know, they say, geez, get, get, get the guys on the phone, literally, and see if they'll go for We'll see, geez, we'll, we'll do a little NPR, uh, what do they call those, audio drama. And they say, hey, hey, guy, Scooter's on the phone with you. Well, I'm in the middle of, mar- you know, I'm in the middle of Marketplace. And then the other guy would be like, well, no, I'm not. He made fun of those TED. No, the guy didn't make fun of TED Talks. I merely pointed out that I am incapable of doing a TED Talk because my brain, you know, it's like I got to give a TED Talk every night to my brains. But I was going to pitch you guys. I say, geez, I know. I know I sound like a lunatic. I was going to pitch you guys on something, but I already forgot what it was. Oh, I would like to see if you two would like to play Myers and Briggs in my... Uh, in my dramatic reinterpretation of the relationship. And then one of them would probably say, you know, it's Myers-Briggs. It's, you know, it's Myers-Briggs. It was a woman's name, Myers-Briggs. And I'd say, damn, that's a sweet name. Almost as sweet as Guy Raz and, you know, close Guy Rizdahl. Is that, is that Guy Rizdahl? I'm sorry. There's a Kai, it's Kai Rizdahl, isn't it? Oh boy, there, there's some egg on my face. It's Kai Rizdahl. What a fool. I didn't even need Google to point out that I'm a fool. It just eventually, 
uh, the miasma in my brain cleared up enough to say, hey, it's Guy Ristol. Are you going to bother to edit this out? Probably not, because it's, you know, they say somebody, you know, in the world of podcasting, there are a lot of leaders. But I said, Jesus, if someone's got to have egg on their face, maybe that's me, you know, Colin Kai guy. But, but I had to go with it because I said, geez, what are the odds there'd be two, two prominent, prominent, uh, I guess Kai, Guy Roz is probably a former, because he wrote, well, TEDx Radio Hour, is that on, to, on the radio? I guess so, because it's TEDx Radio Hour. Uh, so I guess, but see, this is, I guess I kind of, I feel like I was in just in a, some sort, I guess I was in a verbal accident there. And I don't know, a disappointing Kai Rizdal is really going to be t- This is going to take a lot out of me. So, oh man, what a bummer. But anyway, I tried, and, and this is what I do on this podcast. I try to create a safe place of my nonsense. You know, we every once in a while we, we, we try to imagine what my brain's made up of. And, and I say it's, you know, a couple parts gobbledy, 60, 70% cook. And it is a special kind of gook that's made to create a safe place to take your mind off whatever's been keeping you up at night. And God forbid Kai Ristol loses any sleep over this, you know, we should don't because I'm not, you know, it's not, I'm not worth it, all right? And she's, you know, his mother or, or whatever, please don't, please don't, you could be mad at me. Go ahead, you know, write me a nasty email. I deserve it. Or the gobbledy in my the gobbledy and the gook in my brain in the section where they meet the gobbledy gook uh, uh, the gobbledy gook transference zone. It, it it gives me the ability to to attempt to make points and then I send it in there. There's no you know there's electrical neurons or, or something in there, right? And they're sending currents. Or via hormones or whatever the heck, uh, you know, receptors type things. And when they hit that gobbledygook, no one, you know, they, 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 I did, like I said a few episodes ago, I did try to stick my head into one of those larger colliders and say, hey, just, why don't you shoot a couple atoms in here? Let's see what happens. And they said, sir, you have to leave in, 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 in that moment. And they said, what's your name, you know, so we can ban you from this? I said, Kairos doll. And I said, Rizdal. And they said, that's a lovely name. I said, it is, you know, but you'll forget. Hopefully you'll forget it, you know, because, you know, I just wanted to see. He said, I got some gobbledy in here. I want to see what happens when one of your atoms shoots through it, what what kind of spin it puts on the uh, positrons. Because I, I got no doubt, you know, the gobbledy cooking, there's concentrated dark matters in there. You know, and quarks or farks are going. I got plenty. I mean, maybe every once in a while I hear a duck quack. I don't know if that means anything to you. So that was it. And that wasn't even one of the bigger, you know, the big name colliders. That was one of the more smaller scale university-level colliders. That was, you know, but it works their way through. Believe me, I've lost clearance. I never had clearance. Hopefully, Marketplace doesn't decide to do any reports on colliders uh, because uh, uh, NP- well, actually, all NPR maybe is lost there, but they don't know about it yet. Probably hasn't. It's it's stuck in the bureaucracy. So, uh, but that's what happens with some of my metaphors: is they get stuck in the bureaucracy, the gobbledygook in my mind. 
But main main reason I'm trying to do this, the main reason is to take your take your mind off whatever physically, mentally, or emotionally uh, tries to grab your attention as soon as you lie down and as soon as you start to relax. It says, "Hey, pay attention to me," and tries to tries to you know hog the show and say, "Hey, hey, you're not going to sleep right now. We got warning to do. We got lists to make." You know, we got to write a freaking, you know, letter of outrage on behalf of all the guys of the world and the guys of the world of, you know, all the, all the other, you know, nonsense, this guys, you know, let's get, we get, we, you can't go to sleep. And I say, well, gee, so, you know, I got to, I got to go through, you know, I got a busy day tomorrow. And I say, no, 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 and I say, your body might flare up, your feelings might flare up, you might, you know, drift into the past or the future. And what I'm going to do is, is take your mind off. So I'll be, you know, instead of your internal shame or, you know, taking any shame out on you, criticizing anything you do, let it criticize me. And clearly, you know, I just destroyed all my chances of being on the radio in the afternoon. You know, and so, you know, and, and you know, I just, you know, I let myself down. I said, geez, I thought I was being a little witty there. And I said, well, no. And then you might say, geez, he thinks the guy's name's Kai. Holy cow. How would you even spell it? That's, you know. So I'm sure, I'm sure, like, I'm creating a little bit of, uh, you know, positron distractional charge. Hopefully you take your mind off whatever would be going on pointed at you. I want everything pointed at me. Well, then I want you to know is that you go into this story here. It's trending Twitter Tuesday, and uh, you know we'll be talking a tale, ongoing tale for the for the uh, autumnal Halloween costuming season. But as you go into this tale, you know you you kick back, you 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 you, you listen. But every once in a while, I, you, you could just drift off and you just see, geez, you just get something pleasant on your mind, like Rizdal. Or rise, those are beautifully, you know, those are melodic things. Hey, you see, Rizda, put a rise on the Riz doll, you know what I'm saying, boys? And you say, geez, you have a Myers Briggs sandwich. What do you got here? A little rye, a little Riz doll, you know, double the, double the Kai. And, uh, what was the other guy's Kai? Kai, oh, Kai. And, you know, we sprinkled some guy on there, you know how it is. And then, you, so, so you know, obviously, when, if, you, if you wake up and you remember that, then you just fell asleep. You say, geez, okay. And somebody may say, what do you, you look so good today. Why are you so rested? That smile, your smile is popping. And you say, well, I don't, I listen to this podcast. This odd man does this podcast to put you to sleep. And I said, I think he, he was talking about eating an NPR host sandwich. Oh, like at a, at a, an event, like when they hosted it? No. It's something weird. I don't know, but I slept great. I stopped thinking about the big report today because I knew it was, you know, I had already done my best and, and the best to be best to be best rested and ready to go. All right, let's get in there and uh, nail it then. Or maybe you just want to spend the afternoon with your, your one of your loved ones. Or maybe you just want to relax by yourself tomorrow, you know. You know, look at stuff, or I don't know, you know, do something. You know, I want you to be, so just drift off whenever you want. If you can't fall asleep, obviously I'm, I'm, 
you know, I'm dealing with this. It's, it's weird. I put a ton of effort into this, but it was, the effort has to go through the gobbledygook. So even work that I put in this podcast, attention, I try to be present here. I try to do my best uh, to be here for at least an hour, three times a week. So if you can't sleep, you say, well, Jesus, it's a sh- he, he spins it. He doesn't exactly spin a tail because that would be circular or ovular. But he, you couldn't say he crafts a tail. But he kind of, you know, when you know when your kids are pitter pattering mud together, kind of like that. He he, he pitter patters, uh, you know, cake, mud cakes a tail. And I say, okay, so you enjoyed it? Yeah, more or less. It was uh, so a couple a couple times. I said, what is this guy for real? But that way, you take I take your mind off. So maybe you can relax in a bit. Maybe you'll relax a little bit more, or maybe you just for an hour you'll feel slightly less alone. You know, because I know how how the deep dark night can be. And I do one of the reasons I do this podcast. I know how it can feel to have sleep so elusive that it becomes almost as it definitely. Emotionally and mentally, but to me, physically painful. So, if there's any small chance I can either help you fall asleep or, or help you distract you, or make you feel in some strange digital way, like you're like you're less alone. And, and I know say, well, we're not, you know, okay. Save the philosophy for when you're on marketplace, okay, or when you're doing your TED talk about loneliness and binary loneliness. Your new book. Maybe that's a TED talk I give, binary loneliness. They'd be like, okay, so what does binary mean? And that's my talk for today. Everybody, thank you so much for coming today. It's, you know, it's one of those Kaufman-esque talks. I just named it and I'm out. Uh, but that's it. You know, the main message I want to tell you for the first few times here, this is a weird podcast, but uh, it's good-natured. And its intention is to either, you know, be there for you or, or be on while you're sleeping. So I'm glad you're here. I really hope I help you fall asleep. And thanks for stopping by. And again, I'm sorry for screwing up these names. Really, I'm not kidding. I'm sorry. All right, good night. All right, ready? Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what is the rest, you might ask? Well, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's running through your brain. Whatever feelings you might have, whatever physical sensations... You might be experiencing. I'm going to try to distract you from that. I'm going to use lulling, soothing tones, pointless meanders. Uh, I'm going to, you know, kind of go on and on. You know, the world will usually we do a world building. There'll probably be something like world building. Lots of uh, one character, one character explains something to another character. Exposition. There'll be exposition and explanations, speeches, but not the kind, not like uh, something MLK would give or Abraham Lincoln. Uh, explanations and exposition, you know, kind, kind of like a, a point, oh, speeches, I, I got distracted there. Uh, 
You know, someone might give a long speech at a, at a city council meeting about an inane, you know, parking, you know, parking rules or something like that. Uh, that's the kind of quality of speech. But don't worry, the speeches are usually packed towards that. And right now is the time for metaphors. But really what I'm going to do is I'm going to send my voice and my hand across the deep dark night. And I'm going to use these tools I have, plus many other tools of uh, lulling and dulling. Of uh, pre- I said pregnant pauses have been getting a lot of love this week, but the, usually the pauses in here, they could be, usually I think it means pregnant pause. If there's something meaningful coming after the pause. In this case, it's kind of like one of those, it's a pause, it's a faux, faux pregnant pause, like kind of like when you say, well, is that person, that was just acting, she wasn't actually pregnant in that movie. Really? You're kidding me. You know, it's some sort of foam rubber thing. And she actually had it filled with, you know, with a giant balloon, and they had this hilarious story on set where the balloon burst. And she was, but it was, it was, and then you know they convinced the 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 best boy and the key grip that she sure water had broke, and that you know the gaffer they said get the, get the gaffer over here we're gonna need some gaffer tape this baby's coming, and the best boy said was well, a gaffer tape, and uh, what was my point oh. Yeah, there wasn't a point, was my point, with the pregnant pauses. It's just a pre- usually just a pause. And you might say, well, geez, is it a dramatic pause? I would say, well, if it's similar to the pregnant. It's a faux drama. Drama, drama. Dramatic's a little strong word. And I don't know if there's something, you know, I'm trying to think of something that's like, uh, say, is this satirical pause? No, because I don't know, you know, I, I would have to get, uh, I need a lot of examples to wrap my head around what a satirical pause is. And they would say, okay, is it an ironic pause? I said, definitely not, because I, I try to get irony in meta, but I don't, I don't, honestly, I'm not even trying to be funny, I don't. And they say, okay, so it's just a long pause. I say, gee, you're probably right. Long, 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 pointless pause. I'd say, what do you? Are you? Uh, are you some sort of uh, uh, fairy word mother? Oh yes, I'm your fairy word mother. So you'll be with me from now on to feed me proper words. No, oh, what is? Are you Derek? Uh, are you? Is your name Derek? No, Scooter or Drew. Oh, no, I'm looking for a Derek. Okay, good, but well, wait, wait who, who sent you? Uh, morally safer to, to, to Derek the podcast boy. The stra- you, you seem, I mean, Derek, but the strange podcast boy. Derek the strange podcast boy. Love morally safer. But Derek, please stop embarrassing us. Here, I, I've invested millions of dollars in in this uh uh, to hire a fairy, uh, a fairy step, stepmother, stepmother, word mother. Hey, but it's for Derek. I'm sorry. Well, no, the thing is that uh, Derek, uh, Morley Safer thinks I'm Derek, the podcast, but I'm really not, though. Well, it's, I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm a word mother. I can't just get, go working for someone. That, that's not on my list. This is my name list of word, names are words. But you could use some help. Well, how much do you charge? How much does a fairy word mother charge? 
Like it showing my price, oh, holy moly, only morally safer could afford, I mean, holy, you need some 60 minutes money to pay that. Oh, the fairy word mother's gone. She flew off in a, I don't know if it was a huff of sparkles. Can you, can you fly off in a huff of sparkles? I could have used her to figure that out. Uh, but so bring it back. I'm going to try to take your mind off of whatever has got you up at night tossing and turning. Whether you're thinking about stuff, concerned about stuff, whether you're going through some sort of emotional transition or your emotions are stirred up or whatever it is, or if your body's stirred up or flared up, as they say, you know, the seasons are changing. I'm pretty sure there's planetary movements. I could have sworn I said I was looking the other day and I saw something by the moon. And I said, I guarantee that's a planet. Uh, so there are planets moving and seasons changing, temperatures, humidity levels, uh, temperatures, humidity levels, all that's changing. So so it can affect us, and, and that's fine. It's okay to be affected, and it's okay to be emotionally sort of. It's, you know, a lot of us overthink. And what I want to do is just be here, your boyfriend, and I'm going to chatter on with a bit of nonsense. It'll be you know, good-spirited nonsense about fairy word mothers and whatever else I was talking about before that that I forgot about. And I'll just try to keep you entertained with a little lighthearted. I think I meant lighthearted. It's too bad I lost that fairy word mother. I could have really used that. But, that you know, it probably would be a conflict of interest. And if she fell asleep, you know, when you look at fairy godmothers, odds are they're snorers, most of them. You could just see, you know, you can just you tell, you know, mostly those pleasant, those people with those pleasant looks on their face, it's because, you know, they snore. And because they, they sleep so deeply, it's why they're not always in such a damn good mood. And then they, I live my life in service, some sort of mystical servitude, so... I mean, this woman did not. She said it seems like she was making a killing, and I don't know how much morally charged. Hopefully there's another da- There's a Derek out there with a weird podcast, so... Well, not really. That'd be really... Is it Like, when people say, what's the biggest disappointment you've had so far in podcasting? And believe it or not, no one's asked me that, so I'm going to answer it right now. It's that morally safer who doesn't know my name. He knows me as... It's like... And for those of you that knew, I won't take up very much time, but by the power of fiction, I met Morally Safer at a retirement village. And, you know, uh, by the power of my goofing around, we we became a team. I mean, I don't think even a fictional Morally Safer would define it as a team, but I do. We did become friends. I don't think he could argue that we weren't friendly. And we had some, you know, you know, kind of like investigative type situations. And we even saved the world once. I don't want to pat, you know, I don't want to pat Morley Safer on the back, but we did under his leadership. And it was great. And it was like a childhood dream of mine, you know, no Morley Safer to, to work side by side, to go on adventures where, you know, where the world's fate hangs in the balance. And another adventure we had is his brother's uh, relationship hung in the balance. So, you know, real stakes. And a lot of people say, wow, you've lived, you've, this, you've fictionally, you've lived an amazing life. And I say, yeah, but he doesn't, he didn't learn, he thought, for some reason, he's convinced my name's Derek. And someone might say, okay, well, wait a second, isn't it fictional? 
We can't you No, no, I don't have... Uh, he, he thinks my name's Derek. And he refuses. I keep telling him it's Scooter. It's Scooter Morley. And he and then he sent this fairy word mother to me. By so it's it's a big letdown. Uh, it doesn't get any bigger than that, you know. But I guess that's you know you gotta take your knocks. I, I get to spend time with Morley Safer. And I, you know I tried to pitch him on a couple bit other business ideas of us pi you know, Scooter and Safer. And he even you, he set Derek up on a blind date. But you know, I said, well, okay, that's not that's not a good idea. I want to remain on good terms with Morley. Uh, so, but so anyway, back to the podcast. I guess it, that's the podcast. It's gonna. I don't know if while you were listening to this, you 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 could, a few things could happen. You could have got extremely irritated. Well, you could have got extremely irritated on my behalf. You say, geez, Morley, can't you give Scooter the love he deserves? And he would say, uh, you mean Derek? Uh, you might think, oh, this is ridiculous. I'd say, yeah, it is. Give it a couple shots. I don't want to waste your time, but I want to try to put you to sleep. So if it doesn't work for you, I'm sorry. But ideally, you didn't think about whatever was running through your head, whatever you've been feeling, whatever sensations are going on. Uh, my little meanders there took your mind off of stuff. So upcoming on tonight's episode, we're going to do our housekeeping. Then we'll cover what happened on last week's episode of Lady Witchbeard. And then we'll have a little episode of Lady Witchbeard. But I'm glad you're here. I just want to take your mind off of stuff, distract you. If you can't sleep, kind of entertain you, be there for you. But, but you want to fall asleep anytime during the podcast. Just go right ahead. All right, I'm glad you're here. And I hope I help you fall asleep. Thanks for stopping by. Hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble falling asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights and press play. We're going to do the rest. And what what is the rest is a fair, more than fair question if you're going to be investing, you know, if you're saying, well, I'm trying to decide if I'm going to stick around here. Fair question, what's the rest? Well, I'm going to create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's got you up at night, whether it's racing mind, uh, tossing and turning, emotional turbulence, physical pain. You know, just generalize in all three levels. Any thoughts or feelings, emotional or physical, that are, or, you know, any feelings or, I guess, thoughts related to those feelings or thoughts causing. Well, it's a whole rabbit hole. We, we all know that. And that's basically what I'm here to distract you from is when you when you get in bed and you try to go to sleep. And as soon as it gets quiet there, it's almost like, remember, I know, like, at Chuck E. Cheese... And I know, I know some people that from Los Angeles. I don't know if Shakey's Pizza was just in Los Angeles. That was all in Southern California. And this is another thing about the podcast. Strange side turns. You know, say, hey, we're going to, like, this podcast has been described as a Sunday drive uh, through the mind of a strange man. I, I mean, why well, describe it that way? And this is part of the Sunday drive. We're going to take a little trip down old Shakey's Lane. Now, Shakey's is kind of like a little bit like uh, uh, 
uh, Chuck E. Cheese. Uh, I don't know exactly what the differences are. Uh, both are better nostalgia-wise than actually going there. But for a brief part of my life, you know, some of you may or may not know, I was a PE teacher in a lovely section of L.A. called East Los Angeles, and I worked at a school there. And it was one of the, it was kind of like a program like Teach for America, but different. And uh, it it was just a wonderful experience. And one of the parts of the experience was going to the fundraisers at Shakey's. And just so you guys know that I'm not just an oddball on this podcast, I would observe, you know, I'd play the games at Shakey's. They had not as many video games and games at, at Shakey's as they did at Chuck E. Cheese. But it was a pizza place where you'd go and play. You know, the kids would run around. You think they served beer so the adults could drink beer, soda, whatever. And they, whoever ran Shakey's had the uh, foresight and community awareness to say, hey, let's do some uh, fundraising here for these schools or sports teams or whatever. You know, keep things busy at Shakey's and, you know, do some outreach. And I think what I was reaching for in the metaphor was that mole game, the old whack-a-mole game. So we'll get to that. Hopefully I'll remember to get back to the metaphor. But right now we're on the old site. Where are you going, Dad? Oh, down this real long, boring road, you know, I remember, and then, you know, if you're a kid, you're like, oh, goodness, well, no. You know, I'd much rather be, you know, but, but anyway, just stick with me, okay? So so we'd go to Shakey's. The kids would be there. They called me Mr. Ackerman back in those days. Sometimes, and some of the kids would call me on my first name, but Drew, I wasn't, I wasn't Scooter then. I hadn't, you know, we got, had that incident with the Collider, the Large Halogen Collider. You know, where my bones were fused with the bordiordium or whatever, boron. I think, I thought it was the element boron, but it was some sort of concentrated boring stuff, also called boron, you know, named by, oddly enough, and this is just my opinion, a villain who who was a bit of a moron. Uh, But that was, you know, another collider incident. That wasn't at the Large Hallerton Collider. I can't remember what, you know, geez, me and these colliders, they should just stay away from but I can't. It's like a siren, you know, whoever that was, Perseus, Odysseus, he, he had the sirens. The set, but when I hear, you know, an atom being shot down, you know, either in a circular, you know, when, once I hear an atom picking up speed, it per- my ears perk up. I'm like, wait a second. Is somebody blasting an atom somewhere? I need to, you know, I, I just have, I get dark matter fever. Okay, but that was the term. But anyway, so we were at Shakey's before we before I don't know, I don't know where where we just went. You say, Dad, where are we? I don't know, but now I kind of know. And I guess I was just trying to say, this whole story about Shakey's was to set up a, the lamest joke that I would do. But the, if you were in uh, first grade, because I was a first no second grade teacher's aide, you know, because PE was in the afternoon. Lovely Miss Tehran, the lovely. The lovely Miss Tehran was my the teacher that took me under her wing. I love you. I know we haven't kept in touch, and that's my fault. But uh, I lived right off of First Engage, if anybody's wondering, you know, anybody that knows East L.A. But uh, what's my point? Oh, so I had this joke I would tell the kids. This, man, I can't believe I just spent six minutes leading up to this. But this is how this podcast works, distract you. And I would distract the kids, you know, that was my forte. And I had the, and it worked. It, this joke killed in second grade in Los Angeles schools. Uh, 
at the turn of millennium, this joke would kill. Uh, just so you know, I mean, like in a good way. Uh, when the kids would walk around, you know, especially you know, a couple of days after a shaky fundraiser, they'd say, like, you know, they, you know, what kids get up and just walk around every once in a while. You know, the more personable kids, especially, they say, well, gee, I'm going to get up and go talk to this kid. I'm done with the test. I would say, uh, hey, uh, Curtis, the, the, where are we? It's a school. I said, oh, okay, because I, I thought we were at Shakey's for a second, the way you're just walking around uh, holding court. And, yeah, the, 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 during that wall, that dead silence, the kids would be cracking up. And you could rephrase it, you know, and with kids— there's a lot, maybe, maybe they were laughing at me or they were, you know, humoring me, but maybe not like that. But that joke, I say, well, I say, uh, Curtis, this isn't shaky. Can you, can you take your seat, please? Uh, but I think what I was going to say is like, when you lie down at bed, sometimes it's kind of like that whack-a-mole game, but your thoughts, you know, they're, they're popping up and they're saying, Hey, over here. And then you say, okay, no, 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 no spreadsheets tonight. And say, and then another one will pop up. Hey, what about your, uh, you know, relationships? Okay, no relationship issues, please. I already meditated. Hey, what about that toe, toe thing we got going? Okay, no medical issues. We have a doctor's appointment in two weeks. It's taken care of. Uh, hey, what about uh, just six years ago when you yelled at mom and you called her that the bee? Okay, no, uh, that's six years ago. Okay, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm dealing with the wreckage of my past, but one step at a time. Hey, what about uh, the future? I heard, uh, you know, did, did you did you check the rain gutters? Because there's El Nino, so okay, I can check the rain gutters. It's maybe not, but uh, and it can be like that. And is you know, I'm not good at that whack-a-mole game. One, I say, what kind of you know, who invented this? What kind of mole-hating, uh, you know, probably a, 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 what do you call that thing? A conquistador came up with that whack-a-mole. I mean, at least at some point they said, let's do it like a whack of villain. I think they had in Toy Story. But uh, but instead of, so all night you're chasing those moles, uh, metaphorically, of course, maybe not. Maybe, God forbid, you live in like a mole, you know, in a mole den. I pity you, really. And especially if they're poking you, you know, hey, I'm going to pop out. Oh, somebody's sleeping here. Let me just see if I can get my head through this. So, you know, if you can, don't sleep in a mold den or a mole-infested area. Uh, but two, uh, but, but okay, so the, what is the podcast too? Holy moly, right? Uh, if you're if you're just time, first time here or seventh time here. Uh, but basically, I'm going to try to do, instead of chasing all those moles, which is kind of, it's supposed to be for entertainment. Mostly, I think the game Whack-A-Mole is designed for other people to watch you bang things in futility and maybe to get a little visceral action and maybe yes yeah, some person just is like i hate moles or god forbid you know they they hated some other cuter animal no offense moles but uh and, and you know cartoon moles are cute i don't know what a real mole less i haven't seen a mole in ages but fictional moles tend to be cute sometimes not but uh but instead of, you know, when all those thoughts, feelings, physical sensations start cropping up at bedtime, it, it can be exhausting in, in trying to whack them all or silence them all or give your attention to them and you're like, hey, I'm just trying to get some sleep here. Holy mackerel. Uh, so instead of that, I'll offer you an alternative, which you've kind of just seen 
I guess intentionally, unintentionally. You know, you're going to put, you know, a strange, you know, say, hey, why don't you drive and narrate while you drive? I'll be lying in the back here. And I'll just be okay, here we are at Shaky's Lane. Here's a, okay, let me take it. This is lame joke circle here, cracking second graders up. I'm going to stop at this lemonade stand. They have chamomile lemonade. You want to, you know, non-sugared. Uh, it's just, you know, chamomile tea, actually, with lemon. You should have a glass. And I, I posit this. And I, geez, I still don't look to posit. But I say, I, I, I'm curious to ask you, you know, in this last nine minutes, have you thought about any of the stuff that's been keeping you up? Or have you been listening to me? And you've been like, oh, this is, uh, never heard anyone uh, be, be trying to make a point so pointlessly. Uh, before, and maybe some of you from Southern California might be, oh, Shakey's, oh, how I love Shakey's. And some of you might be, you know, having some uh, old, good old Chuck E. Cheese nostalgia and then maybe a little bit of bitterness, modern Chuck E. Cheese bitterness. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. But all this is going to be, I'm going to take try to take lulling, soothing tones. I'm going to take the wheel. I'm going to drive slow. I'm going to, you know, you know, safely, I'll be safely behind the wheel, but it'll be like, we're not going anywhere fast. But the car is sent at that perfect temperature for you. I have the seats covered in the softest you know, material where, you know, the cotton poly blend. And we got some, you know, whatever those aromatics and stuff. You're, you're, you just had a nice sip of that uh, lemon chamomile. Balm tea, you know, it's got some balm in there. And I'll be saying words like balm whenever I can. But I'm going to be here and try to amuse you mildly. Keep your mind off of stuff. And, and then take you on a little journey. Tonight we're going to be talking about metastasis and Breaking Bad. And I'm going to be attempting to learn Spanish. Metastasis is the uh, Colombian version of Breaking Bad. So I'll talk about the metastasis episode. Then I'll talk about the corresponding Breaking Bad episode. Then I'll talk about, then I rewatch the metastasis episode a second time with Spanish subtitles. And I say, okay, what's that word there? And then I make an attempt to learn a little bit of Spanish. And maybe, you know, probably you won't, you see, maybe unintentionally you'll learn some Spanish. But I wouldn't, you know, don't, you know, go to sleep. Don't worry about learning anything. You know, if there is learning by osmosis, I'm not one of those uh, preachers of it. I, I'd say I wish we, I wish we could learn by osmosis, and in some cases you can, probably not when you're asleep, but maybe. So that would just be a bonus. You know, wake up tomorrow and you say, uh, uh, you, you quiero uh, desayuno. And then you say, who said that? And your brain, you know, but, but who knows? Because uh, I don't think I, the, the, there was breakfast a couple episodes ago. Mostly I'll be learning stuff like Bobodas, 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 something like that, which I think that means nonsense. And if you can't sleep, I, I'm not kidding. I, I don't, it's not like I'm sitting here, uh, you know, going through the alphabet and skipping letters. I mean, I guess I do that sometimes. But I'm aware some of you, I'm reaching my hand and my voice across the deep dark night. 
to attempt to escort you across the threshold from from uh, waking to sleep. But if I can, I'll still be there, your boyfriend, uh, to accompany you for the next hour, or, or you know, do a little. It's not a song. I do song and dance stuff. Uh, you know, be a little bit of a shakies. You know, I'll be your whack a mole. Uh, with no whacking, but you know, like mole, like you'll be watching. Actually, the podcast is. I mean, if you've watched me try to string together in these metaphors, it is like a bit like watching an inept person play whack a mole. Uh, me, you know, trying to make uh, points. So, and that, you know, that's never a bad thing. And you know, you say, "Geez," and especially if it's not mean spirit, you say, "You know, I don't mind if you." I'm a terrible whack-a-mole player, but I love it, and I know I have spastic movements. And uh, you know, when, when I'm whacking the mole, so go ahead and laugh at me if you take pleasure in me. You know, it's not the the bad kind of uh, that German word which may may or may not come to me. It's not Gesundheit or Zeitgeist, it's the other one, uh, Schadenfreude or whatever. Schadenfreude, Schadenfreude, you know, you're not taking pleasure. It's a mutual pleasure thing. So you don't have no guilt at all either. I mean, you know, Schadenfreude, hangover, whatever that word is, you know, don't worry about that. So I'm here. I really am glad you stopped by. I really hope I help you fall asleep. And I'm glad you're here. So let's go for a little Sunday drive through the episodes of Metastasis and Breaking Bad. And there'll be plenty of strange, slow turns. All right.